the transgender student ultimately withdrew from the team. And that's your news update from the Virginia Talk Radio Network. I'm Bill Trefero. Your Morning Jam forecast brought to you by VTRN meteorologist Matt Ferguson. Good Friday morning. We have the strongest cold front so far this autumn on the way. For today, mostly cloudy with highs in the mid to upper 70s. This afternoon and tonight, some scattered rain showers with the cold front. On Saturday, clearing skies, gusty breezes up to 30 miles per hour. Highs hold in the 60s. Saturday night, lows fall into the 40s. We have 57 degrees in Lynchburg now, 59 in Bedford, Danville, Salem, and Roanoke, 58 in Amherst, 59 in Appomattox. 7.06 on the morning jam. We lost Dick Butkus last night, and for those that love football know what I'm talking about. Dick Butkus played defense like no NFL player before or since. He was the meanest son of a I've ever seen in my life play professional football. He didn't like anybody with a different color jersey. I mean, he really disliked you. You know, he he went after you like he he hated you from his old neighborhood. He was a fighter whose ferocity was felt by all who dared to cross his path. On the phone right now, David Drake. Good morning, David. Hey, good morning, buddy. David and I go back to the uh, the late 60s, early 70s, when uh, my parents moved to Florida, and I moved into a neighborhood and got to know a group of guys that became lifetime friends. And I think that one connecting thing that brought us all together was football, wasn't it, David? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. We, If we found a vacant lot or... Somebody always had a football. If we just found a vacant lot, we pulled over and played. Mm-hmm. But uh, most, mostly right in back of my house there by the, by the old A&W root beer. We, it was <laughs> the so infamous A&W root beer, beer field. It was a big field right next to it. And as did Dave, you name it? <laughs> yeah, we, I think we called it the A&W root beer. <laughs> the A&W root beer field. Uh, that would cost them a lot of money deep, nowadays. <laughs> there was even an article, if you remember, that Kent Smith wrote about the A&W Football League. <laughs> yes, I do. I do. Now, now, David is a few years older than me, and so as a young boy just looking for friends, me and my little brother Ricky, um, man alive, we loved football. Uh, I've said it on the show, David, that, that girls weren't my first love. Football was my was my first love, and I, and I think – uh, we could say that for just about everybody that played yeah. in, in the AW League. Of course, we'd go after a long game of uh, Sandlot football over to David's house or Bobby Maxwell's house or whoever, and uh, we would drink iced tea and look at Sports <laughs> Illustrated and those. You know, David. David tricked me. He <clears throat> here I am. Uh, you know, I'm like 11 or 12 year old kid. David told me that Don Maynard was his brother, and I believed him. Don Maynard, for those of you that know. I used to tell people Pete Rose was my uncle. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, because her last name is Rose. Yeah. That's Janet Rose, by the way, David, on, on the line with us here. She's my co-host. Hey there. And <laughs> so Don Maynard was the wide receiver for the New York Jets, and, of course, yep. Joe Namath was the quarterback, and your brother looked a little bit like Don Maynard. And w- He did. That's why I pulled that on you. Yes, you um, did. You you had seen my brother Roger and and uh, I, 
I remember that just like yesterday. Yeah. I said, hey, that's my brother there. <laughs> <laughs> and you thought you were in the presence of greatness. Of greatness. Yeah. Now, <laughs> David, those those days will, I will always uh, treasure um, in so many in so many ways. Me too. Of, of course, Me you too. you went on to play for Golf High. You and Johnny Tucker had a huge influence on my life, my little brother's life, and uh, and Johnny uh, still with us as well. And yep. uh, Johnny was a running back. You were, I believe, a def- defensive tackle, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Offensive, defensive, wherever they needed me, I played. And uh, the only time I got to wear a number 51 was in a spring game, and I played center. Okay. And, uh, but after that, you know, I, I wore number 71. Because yep. for Budkus, I thought it was kind of, I don't know, kind of high-minded for somebody to bear that number. Y- yes, you carried a burden when you wore the number 51. And yeah. uh, I, j- just briefly, you went off to college. You you went off to play football for Troy for a season or two, right? Well, I my, my goal, my dream was to play for the University of Tampa. Mm-hmm. And uh, Earl Bruce uh, was interested in me as a junior, and then he went off to Iowa State, and the next coach – uh, wasn't too interested, so I had uh, Mississippi State talk to me, uh, Sterling College out in Kansas, and St. Mary's of the Plains, but uh, and even FSU. But nobody wanted to play for FSU, if you can believe that. Back in back in those days, yeah, yeah. And uh, but I ended up going to Troy State University, and um, but didn't stay. I was uh, I discovered my other love, which was Jody, my. Uh, uh, my junior high sweetheart and yes. I, I turned back home i played uh and you remember those crazy exhibition games that we had the and, pigs and, and the freaks guy, uh-huh yeah <laughs> and a guy came in that uh, that owned the silver spur bar and said he was going to create a semi-pro league and and we went down to tarpon springs and played and it, it was some great football but um and uh you know then i I kind of had to decide, okay, am I going to stay in football? Am I going to coach it and Mm -hmm. be a teacher, or am I going to answer the call of God on my life to be a a preacher? And and I had to give in to God. Yeah, and you you did that, and you married your high school, your junior high sweetheart. Uh, Just briefly, and then we'll go into Dick Butkus. How long have you and Jody been together? Uh, Last June 21st, we celebrated 48 years. Well, congratulations. Beautiful. That's that's, yeah, that's a amazing. marriage. Now, you know, of course, I met her in eighth grade, and it only took me until uh-huh. eleventh to get her to go out with me. So <laughs> well, you were I, persistent. I You're tenacious. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't make good pre- first impressions, I guess. But I got gotcha. you. Uh, yeah, and you remember we we met through Bart. You remember Bart, her brother? Her brother. Bart. Sure. <laughs> we were all in that same crazy crazy neighborhood down there. Now let's yeah, talk about right. let's talk about Butkus here for a couple of minutes. His influence on generations, even still, people know. If you play football, you know who Dick Butkus is. You might not even know who Bubba Smith was, who was his sidekick when they did those beer commercials, but you know who Dick Butkus was. And tell us why you think that is. Well, uh, he was bigger than life. And, you know, he played for the Chicago Bears and – they never had a winning season during Budkus' time. Right. There was Budkus and Gail Sayers yes. on the offense. And, um, but 
if you saw him play, and you remember, if Chicago was playing, we usually gathered at my house just to watch Budkus. It was, uh, you know, he was just bigger than life. I'll never forget in 1970 the first pro football game I ever saw in person. Um, went out to my brother Don Maynard there, <laughs> Roger, <laughs> right. and, and we went down to the. He lived in Austin. We went down to the Astrodome. And uh, Chicago came to town and played the Houston Oilers. And uh, I don't remember who won, but I sat in the end zone, and they were playing on the opposite end of the field. And some poor Houston Oiler running back uh, took a draw play, Mm -hmm. and I could see it just like it was sitting in my lap. Right. Uh, There was nobody blocking, and there was just Budkus there. Oh, Lord. Budkus hit him, and the the pop of the shoulder pads. Yeah. You you played football. You yes. know what I'm talking about. It echoed all over the Astrodome. Wow. wow! There was a silence, and then kind of everybody went, "Oh, you know." And um, of course, he was uh, that was seventy, and I think he played through seventy three. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the last couple of years, uh, he played hurt, but. Mm-hmm. Whenever you thought of uh, linebackers, and of course during that time, man, we had Minsky, oh, yeah. we had Willie Lanier, uh, Lanier, Lanier uh, from Kansas City. Yeah, but but at the top of the list was Dick Budkus. Absolutely, and and I guess I remember studying films, um, you know, NFL films, or if they had, they didn't have. You can still go to YouTube and pick up some of his films, and mm-hmm. I show my grandkids and tell them, you know, study this guy. This is how you play football. And, um, you, you know, but I, I studied him hoping to play. Uh, they always put me at defensive tackle because I was the biggest guy at that time, mm-hmm. 225 pounds. Um, but I always desired to play middle linebacker. And when I was making my trek to college, I knew I wasn't big enough to play defensive line in college. So uh, I worked a lot at middle linebacker, just uh, – uh, I remember Jim Valentine even let me come out to spring practice when when I I was graduating to to work at the middle linebacker position. But uh, uh, man, if you if you thought of linebackers, you have to uh, think of Budkus. And every now and then, I'll see somebody will do a, a deal of, and they're great linebackers, great players. Mm-hmm. They'll do a, they'll do you know the top linebackers, and they'll have Budkus down. If he's not number one, I get aggravated. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, but uh, he just had a great influence. Well, it was a different work ethic too back then. You know, I mean, it was just so different. The Hollywood hadn't hit the NFL yet, and and it was all about the game and and the the infamous pictures of his hands taped, wrapped, and and just at every joint they were bleeding. Because he, right. he left it literally all on the field, and sometimes he left some of the other players' parts on the field, too. <laughs> he did. I remember. He wrote a book. I think it was called Master of Mayhem. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wrote it, read it, and we passed it around. And I'll never forget the last chapter. He 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 took you through a season, and uh, it was the last play of the last game, and they were playing the Minnesota Vikings. And, um, you know, the clock ran out, and Budkus is yelling, hey, come back. He's 
he's calling the names mm-hmm. of uh, of the Minnesota Vikings. Right. Uh, you know, hey, Tarkenton, come on back. Hey, Carl Eller, don't don't walk off the field. Let's keep playing. <laughs> wow, that's how much he loved the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no doubt. It's well, David, uh, thanks for helping me go down memory memory lane, uh, not just with Dick Butkus, but our but our childhood, and how Absolutely. how in, important it is. And and so glad that you gave your life to the Lord and you served Him uh, in ministry for many many years. Now you're semi retired. Yeah. You're still filling in every now and then, right? Well, I I'm preaching quite regularly at a, a church. And you'll get this name, Lulu, Florida, uh, Lulu Baptist Church. Wow. I had to look at out, but I'm I'm the permanent supply there until they get somebody. I got you. And then I'm doing, I'm doing consulting, mm-hmm. and uh, I serve in the local Baptist Association down here in Gainesville uh, as an executive committee member. So, um, you know, I'm staying active and yeah. uh, and still. Still watching football. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, we love you, man, and uh, please pass love your you pass too. our our uh, love on to your wife Jody. And next time you see uh, JT, tell him we said hey. Okay. Hey, I'm going to see him tonight. You are. I am. It's our fiftieth class reunion. Oh wow! Oh, that's awesome. Well, David Drake, I know him as uh, you know number seventy one and the intimidator in my life, but a great influence. Thanks, buddy. God bless you. God bless you, Mark. Bye-bye. It's 719. We'll be back with a Friday Funny and some more news for you. Thanks for indulging me these last few minutes as we talk about Dick Butkus. It's the Morning Jam Friday edition. Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. There's a myth that every salesperson is motivated by money. That ain't true! It's a myth because the sales team at Feller Chevrolet, they happen to be motivated by matching you with the perfect car. They really do take the time to get to know you, your family, and your car buying priorities. I know because my guy Chris Towns did that for me. It's true.